guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 128 it's so nice to have you back welcome or if you're here for the first time huge warm welcome into the mojo den a place where we keep it real we show up fully and we always try our best to judge less and live more and this week you're stuck with me it's just me no guests this week but i promise you i will try my best to help you to feel lighter jump in and feel lighter that's what i want this place to be about and i'm talking about the desire for control which is a form of perfectionism and we can alleviate it whoop whoop we just need to learn or be given permission which is what i'm giving you this week i give you permission to embrace a little bit of acceptance and the buzzword that i'm using this week is surrender just to surrender and that is a really beautiful thing so talk through lots of examples and I know that you'll take something from it. That's my intention for this episode, that you'll get something from it. And yeah, I'm really pleased to be back here in this space, guys. I am very thankful. I got my second COVID jab this week. I did get bumped up the queue a little bit. I'm not in my 60s. I'm still classed as mid-30s. I'll take that. <laughs> in case you're wondering, um, yeah, I got bumped up a bit because of the wee scare we had last year. So technically, I'm still under a bit of care, which means I got bummed up the queue. Um, but uh, the only thing was, because I got in a bit quicker, I got the Astra one. Um, and uh, apparently, if you're under 40, you should get the other one. But they had to give me the Astra again. So I'm living on the edge, guys. I'm a rebel. And I may feel the need to control it, as we're talking about this week. But I'm going to surrender and just have faith that it's all okay and that it'll do its thing and there'll be no blood clots. See, this is why I don't watch the news too often. All these triggers got to fill the mind with positive stuff. And yeah, it's yeah. So I'm putting a positive. I'm really thankful I got it. I'm thankful for the NHS. I'm thankful to be here feeling good. And yep, I'm hopeful for the future. <laughs> right, guys, let's jump in. Let's talk about control and then we'll end with a song as we do every week. All the love to you. Let's do it. Hello. So this week, I would love to talk about control, the need to control. And it's inspired by an article I read last week that we were discussing on a panel on BBC Radio. And it was about a frazzled mom who just wanted to control everything. And then the laid back husband was dubbed as like lazy and unhelpful. And, you know, the stats were saying that moms have more burnout because they pick out all this, pick up all the slack. So the first speaker was like, totally relate. I do everything. I'm shattered, you know, la, 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 la. Um, and then I, I came on and I said, well, actually, I don't think it's a gender thing. I think it's more a control thing, as in who has, who shouts the loudest, who, who has a greater need to control certain things. Now, here's the thing. We all have areas in our life that we want to control. So even the most laid back people, so I'm stereotypically like the laid back guy who will say to my husband, stereotypical controlling wife, um, 
all right, you just bash on then because you like it or I'll plan something and he'll say, no, no, I'll do it this way. And I'll be like, oh, fine. But then he shattered and I'm like, you need to delegate me. So I think it's definitely not a gender thing. I know lots of men that like to be in control. I know lots of women that like to be in control. I know myself, there are things I really want to be in control of, like timekeeping, like organizing stuff, dates and things, like being on the road, keeping the kids really safe, um, you know, making sure they've got what they need. And, you know, it's funny because the opposite word of control is surrender, right? So control is a fear-based belief that we've made up in our head. Control is an illusion to keep us safe. And if you're to go on Google, control freaks will get completely slated. There'll be all these articles about getting controlling people out of your life. But actually, people that are really have a high need to be in control of lots of things can be really useful because they get the job done and they do it well, right? Um, but at the same time, they're probably more likely to get burnout. And we can all fit, you know, even the most laid back of us can get into that. I remember when I'd not long been out of hospital last year and I was homeschooling the kids and my five-year-old, he was five at the time, didn't want to write. And I was just like, I can't control this. And I was getting really stressed because, you know, I wasn't a teacher, but I was trying and why won't he write for me? He's just a five-year-old boy. He wasn't interested in writing, doing schoolwork at home. Um, and I remember my mental health nurse who was calling me quite a lot at that time to make sure it was okay. And she was like, Joe, Go and get yourself to the shops, get some face masks, some pamper products, have a nice bath. You're caring too much about this. You need to surrender. And she gave me permission to surrender. So I guess what I want this episode to do is give you permission to surrender if you feel you're caught in control mode. I know that actually you can surrender and still get stuff done and be in flow because you've surrendered. Um, you know, there's a song, a famous song that uh, we sang, a famous hymn. Uh, it is well with my soul. And I noticed that it is well is quite a trending hashtag. So we all have this desire to be safe and calm. It is well. And I think that's a really lovely mantra to tell yourself, you know, I remember, you know, happiness, right, is being present in the moment. So if control is a fear-based illusion we've made up in our heads, then it's kind of something we want to distance ourselves from a little bit and know that even if we've got the best intentions, sometimes we just need to loosen the grip a little bit. Yeah, we can still get things done. We can still have these desires and stuff, but loosen the grip a little bit and surrender and, you know, give it over, pray, do whatever it takes, surrender, meditate, go into your heart space, just surrender every day because happiness has been in the present. And when we're worried about the future, we're in that more controlling fear-based mode, right? And the best people can be like that because they want to keep us safe. They want to keep themselves safe, right? But we need to make sure that every day we're giving ourselves permission to surrender a little bit. So how do we surrender? Well, we do things that make us go, ah, obviously nature. So just say you're at your desk and you're freaking out and you're like, ah, I don't feel any control. I'm being micromanaged. Oh, I can't keep up with this workload, whatever it is. You take yourself away from that desk for a walk around the block or you turn on music and you go, ah, and you shake it off and you surrender. There's ways we can surrender really quickly without it having to take us away from our to-do list for too long. 
but we can get ourselves into that present mode where we're more creative, where we're clear, where we have clarity. Um, obviously cold water. Yep. I know I'm banging on and on, but so good. Um, you want to join me? Just drop me a line. Um, we've got two new recruits this week at Wild Swimming. It was amazing. And they were just like, oh, why have I not done this sooner? So good for the soul. That's a great way to surrender. But if you were busy, you could have a cold shower, go for a wee jog, have a cold shower, just go for a cold shower, surrender over and um, get grounded. So when we're surrendering, we kind of, you know, you can tune into your body. And a lot of that is self-awareness. What do I need right now? If, if I feel like I'm holding on and I'm in that fear-based control state, actually what I need to do is take a step back, notice in my body, are my teeth grinding? Is my tummy in knots? What is it I'm scared about? Like write out what you're scared about and, and try and journal it out to release it. And then let it go, let it go. Um, perhaps you're in a meeting and someone is really triggering you, go for a mindful pee and surrender. Ah, you know, when we go for a pee, it's actually quite a, Ah, but actually, even if you don't need to just go, excuse yourself, do some breathing and release that need, those knots on your shoulders, that pressure to control, release it and um, speak about it, talk about it. Because the thing is, if we don't take time to be self-aware when we are being controlling, like when I was just trying to ah get Charlie to do his writing and he wouldn't. And I was like, I can't control this. And then my nurse gave me permission to do it. If she hadn't have given me permission, maybe I would have, the stress would have built and this pressure to be the perfect teacher would have built. And actually she really did a good thing for me that day. And every day we need to give ourselves that permission to get off the control wheel because I've been there. And you know, I think like being present is when we're in the moment and we're really happy. And when I was chatting to Edward Reed on the podcast a few weeks ago, he just made mindfulness so real and relatable. And he spoke about, you know, horrible imposter syndrome, started meditation as a gym for the mind to really keep control of these, um, you know, take control of these thoughts and surrender. And it really helped him. And he was speaking about how present he was with his dad when he was in his final few months and he was caring for him. What a special time to be present with someone in their final months. And I thought that was really beautiful, the sort of story you told. And it got me thinking about, I remember, um, like my dad and I plan events with military precision, right? And we, for our, my wedding, we worked really, really hard and planned a total kick-ass wedding, right? It was almost 10 years ago. And I remember thinking on the day, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. I've worked my butt off for this. I'm going to surrender and del you know, the delegation's done. And, you know, sometimes you see, you may see brides and they're not enjoying their day because everything's got to be perfect. And actually that day for me, I was there, I was in the moment and it was one of the best days of my life because I was so present, so alert and just so happy and high. And it was magical it was fun there was banter it was I was just soaking it all up and I was like you know I was able to surrender that day and I often come back to that day or moments where 
I've just kind of been able to surrender and be in flow with the day, no matter what. And, you know, things will go wrong, but who cares? It is well. And it's telling myself that when you focus on that, you get more of that. But we're on this, when we get sucked into this, got to control, got to do this, do that, we're not present. We're in a fear-based state. So we need to check in on ourselves every day and go, right, how can I bring some presence into perhaps my controlling pattern? So for example, if you're doing a lot of washing and you're like, oh, put this in the dryer, got to get this done. Could you, you know, play some nice music during that time? Or could you do some breathing as you're bending down and changing the washing and stuff? Could you just do a couple of things to get you back grounded in your body and in that moment where you just go, because breathing is surrendering. It's the quickest way to surrender. A nice big deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Going for a walk is kind of surrendering. You're leaving your desk, you're leaving your office or whatever, a stressful triggering place and you're surrendering and going, I'm going to step. I'm walking away from the controlling behavior in my life. I'm walking away. So even if every day you notice that need to control is coming and you get to the point where you're feeling like victim mode because I'm doing more than you, actually, you can ask for help. You can call a friend. You can walk away. This is me giving you permission right now. You can say, actually, I don't need to do it all. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Could you help? You might not do it the way I like it, but could you help? Or you might be 10 minutes late, but it's better than nothing. Could you just take the kids there or whatever? Surrender. Let it go and breathe and tell yourself it is well. I tried havening for the first time the other week and I was chatting to, it was Edward Reed that is trained in it and he was telling me about it and then I googled and it was like Justin Bieber loves it and all this stuff. I was like, all right, typical. But um, I tried it and it was really lovely because when we come into the world, right, it's quite traumatic, right? As a mom, I couldn't control. I was told I was getting a C-section. I was like, no, you can't do that. I'm having a natural birth. No, no, we have to get them out now. Bonnie was natural with assistance, but Charlie, you know, he was coming out his own way and there was nothing I could do about that. Also, the baby has no control, right? Um, and so it's traumatic. So when you come into the world, it's traumatic. And what's the first thing your mom does? This is what Edward was telling me. In Havening, we, we hug, you do that sort of comforting stroke. So in the session, which was about 40 odd minutes, we did, um, so we chose it for an area I like to be in control, which is on the roads. And that's from trauma. I've had someone, an old lady, smash right into the car. She came straight out of giveaway, didn't stop. It was horrible. And yeah, I, I still feel it. He was saying, where do you feel it in your body? Well, in my stomach or my chest um, or my jaw, grinding my jaw. And, we went through some techniques and um, just to sort of use affirmations and use the kind of movements to create new pathways in the brain and get into that subconscious mind. And it was all about, you know, safety and, you know, I am safe. And um, he, was, he was laughing because he was getting me to visualize what the cars were. And I said, oh, we'll put a protective bubble around them too. And he was like, oh, that's really compassionate. You want to protect the other cars. Like some people would want to like shrink them or, or put them on fire or whatever. But I just felt this proper like protective bubble around other cars, other drivers, 
our car and um, put all those positive affirmations. It's sort of like training your brain, right? It's training your mind to say, listen, you're out of control right now. You're giving me all these fear-based beliefs and I'm trying to, you know, control the situation and it's stressing me because I'm not present on the road. Perhaps I'm, you know, we're in the car and I keep looking at my husband and he's like, why are you checking the mirror when I'm coming into a different lane? And I'm trying to like help him. And he's like, you're putting me off. Can you just let me drive? And I'm like, that's just fear-based. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just afraid. So when people are being controlling, they're not trying to be a dick. They're just afraid. They're just not in the moment, right? Being present in the moment is when we're happy, right? It's when we surrender. So yeah, I tried havening, which was great. And actually do feel a lot calmer. I just had one session, so we'll see. Um, but telling myself, every day these mantras is almost like a workout for the mind right it's a gym for the mind it's standing there and it's going you are safe you are capable you are lovable you are able to delegate whatever it is you need to hear um tell yourself it tell yourself it and the brain is like oh you are safe you are you know you're you're kind of surrendering you are and it's powerful what we can do but it's work right it is a bit of work to do this stuff and i can understand if you're in that ooh, i don't want to do this i don't want to do mantras i don't want to try wellness tools i don't want to i don't have time to go for a walk i don't have time to go and ground myself and then maybe you'll meet people and they're like i'm so glad i've got a dog because it gets me out and it's like you don't need a dog to get yourself out get yourself out look after yourself surrender i'm giving you permission now to surrender to get off the wheel for a minute take yourself ground yourself because it's great yeah it's great to be busy sometimes and do things but when we're living our life in that future-based striving state always pushing always trying to get the next thing always thinking about everyone else as well we're not really living in the moment we're not really there so I take myself back to that day where I was really really present that day that amazing day where everything was just perfect even if things were going wrong really present with friends and family and and really there on that wedding day and then I tell myself that I want to feel a little bit of that every day. I want to carry that with me. I want to be there in conversations. I want to laugh. I want to be present enough to laugh. I want to be, I want to be so busy that I'm not noticing things. I'm not noticing the birds. I'm not noticing. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You're going to have periods in the day where you get swept in, but I want to live. I want to be there. And we all deserve every day to live and to be there fully in parts and to have those moments to have those kind of those moments of surrender where we say it is well it's gonna all be okay and you know even if that means writing down your fears checking in with yourself and just being aware of why you feel this need to constantly control and then taking a step back and putting loads of self-compassion and just like that nurse said to me you need to give yourself permission to just step off the wheel now. You don't have to control everything. And you got this. So 
just a quick one this week and we'll go and sing out now um but thank you for being here thank you for tuning in remember that you're awesome and control freaks get a bad rep but we can all be controlling with something and it just means it's a desire fear-based state to keep us safe and doesn't mean that you're a bad person but it does mean that you need to cut yourself some slack definitely we all need to cut ourselves some slack so all the love all the good vibes mm. oh guys you know what this song's gonna be if you've been following me on social kids and i sing it all the time great mantra it's always on the radio and i just love it higher power a higher power got me singing every second dancing every hour oh yeah you've got a higher power and you're really someone i want to know charlie's even like mom you're playing it to death this boy is electric this boy is electric and you're starting at night the universe connected and i'm buzzing night after night this joy is electric this joy is electric and you're circuiting through i'm so happy that i'm alive happy i'm alive at the same time as you because you got higher power got me singing every second dancing every hour oh yeah you got a higher power i hope you're singing along guys someone i want to know you got a higher power you do know that right you got yeah you got a higher 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 you got oh you got a higher you got yeah you got a higher you got yeah you got a higher got my hands up shaking just to let you know you've got a higher power got me singing every second dancing every hour yeah 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 you've got a higher power once in any lifetime you know i love that line i'm so happy i'm alive the same time as you that is beautiful what a song oh coldplay i love you get that on your playlist guys enjoy it work it own it twerk it oh yeah you got this remember your mojo is still in there sometimes you just gotta wake it up shake it Woo!